There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sun Country Airlines Flight 22, non-stop service to Los Angeles International Airport. All first-class passengers, would you please board now? Thank you. Oh, we're driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Danny. Perfect timing with the weather to get out of Dodge. Yeah, thanks a lot. And, and you know what we missed? Last year we missed the sub-zero. It was like it never was above zero the whole time we were in L.A. and it was super warm. Like, you know, mid-70s. It was warm last year, yeah. But the, the, the weather has improved. I'm hoping your Beverly Hills mood has improved. I'm hoping packing <laughs> happened. I blame your funk about going 1,000% on the fact that you had to pack. I don't know. You know, because I always come up with a different strategy and think, okay, I'll leave a makeup bag all ready to done go. and ready to go. Yeah. And that way I have everything ready to go and I have two of everything. Well... I haven't been anywhere in so long that I had to sneak in to use some of those items. Well, whose fault is that? Well, I know. I just haven't gone anywhere, which is just fine. Yeah. And then I, you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. And But my other thing is I texted my friend uh, Mo last night and I'm like, is it bad that I just want to bring a jigsaw puzzle telly with me? No. (laughs) No. No. Where and when? Well, we do have a little table in our little suite. Well, and I said we're staying in a place without any amenities, really. Julia, there is a lovely restaurant, a lovely deck, and a lovely bar, and beautiful lounge seating areas. What else do you need? There's no workout area. There's no hot tub. There's no sun. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. But I, you know what? How many trips have I been on you? When we bring workout gear and we never step foot in the gym, well, I never. I'm not surprised. I bought everything uh, black. Sorry. I have every item black. I went shopping last night. I got a little outfit, I think. Okay. Um, everything is on sale in the malls, people. Macy's, yeah. I mean, I was just like, they have so many. I, I, I was downtown in Dina today, and I did just have a pang of the fact that we were for 11 years or 10 years, whatever it was. In Monique Lulier. And um, they uh, Hannah threw, How, that was, threw up a throwback picture of probably... When, uh, one of our top two looks, three looks ever. Oh. Is it like 2010, this this At picture? Least. Yeah, I feel like it was the walk the line year. 
Oh, so fun. Uh, whatever but that's that movie on my came talk out. right now. Yeah, I miss. But that was so that, such a Cinderella thing to be dressed we by Monique Coulier. And, and Joy like, Noel made us Joy Noel dresses. Made us a dress, and then Patrick at Mona Williams dressed us in vintage a couple we years. We really now we just have to dress ourselves, and it's, it's not as fun. Well, it, I don't let it get me down. No, not because at all. luckily, 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 like I, you know. Every time I go shopping, I have clothing fantasies if I'm in the mood to buy. And I was in the mood, you know, I love just lightly drinking at a nice five star <laughs> property and then going to their boutique. And they I got have a, the best boutiques. Where did you Bellagio. get this? Bellagio. Oh, Remember I was when with I was, you. You, I oh was with gosh. you at Bellagio and I bought the velvet you were cigarette buzzed. pants? Yes. And the beautiful blouse with the velvet sash ribbon on the blouse mm, to tie lovely. the pants together. Mm-hmm. And I had visions of wearing it to a wedding. Yes. You did, and you didn't, and I didn't. So I have this basically little dream outfit. You do that. I'm going to wear, and I and I found some pants. Um, they're pull-ons. Ah! <laughs> well, so are mine. Actually, but I know they are. No, of, there is a zipper on the cigarette pant. They have yeah. nothing. I was okay. looking for something. <laughs> But <laughs> they don't say Carter's in the middle, Donnie. Yeah. That's your pull on. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to go into your lane. But they say um, they were just INC brand, you know, oh, Macy's. I love that brand. And they literally you pull them on and they've got kind of a satin bow. Oh, cute. And then like a tuxedo stripe. I mean, they're not we're gonna that be kind well of twinsy. We kind of are. And then my top. Um, my top, the jacket I got is kind of reminiscent of the bottom of one of your Monique Lulier dresses with all the pieces coming out of it. Oh, cute. And um, it's a little oversized, so you're bringing me a sewing kit. I, I you it's, know what? And I, I thought, damn <laughs> I her. I said, Lori, bring a sewing kit. She t- sewing kit. But you know what? I've got a red carpet caboodle. Good. That we've had forever. And, uh, so yes. we put together with the first three. Oh, it's a, a kit, you mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's just, you lift off the lid, and in oh, it okay. I have... I've got nipple covers. I've got body perks. I have tape. I have um, dab-on deodorant. Like if you've got some kind of delicate material and you need to just do deodorant on a cotton ball. I love that. I've got that. the underarms uh, sweat right. things if you've got a silk thing. And then I find this pristine, never-been-opened sewing kit. That's what I because I have the scissors. I, I have the tweezers. I measurer in there. I found oh. heel Pads. Oh, I nice. found. I found little corn and bunion oh, buffer. Bring those. I hope you didn't unpack a thing because I need it all. You didn't, did you? I hope you left them in. Shout and go. I mean, I was oh, like Lori. a bump it or two. <gasps> Remember false the eyelashes? bump it? I didn't even bring false eyelashes. I don't even want to pretend anymore mm. that I'm going to do use them. No, I know, but I found really a lot of. Did great you leave treasures. the bump it in there or anything? Oh, I, it's all. It's you know. It's Lori, such, It's almost like a. Um, like it's it, like a, we could bury it, and it could be some kind a of time beauty time capsule. capsule. But no kidding, because remember the bump it? Remember in all the lash no. things we've done? Oh, and then also the... Donnie, um, there were these plastic things that you'd put underneath the crown of your head to make it look like you had a big, like, a big poop. Oh, oh I get it. The I bump it. It. Okay. And then okay. also, this was a Hollywood, you know, who was the Hollywood tape? It's so also some of the um, invisible underwear. So if you're wearing something so clingy... That you can't even, you know, you really need to wear like. Is it a dis- panty shield? Is it, it that invisible that you have to hold it? You tape yes. it on your legs. It's a it's a <laughs> panty shield with with some strings with wings with strings so that you can wedge it in all your cracks and crevices. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. And I and I just think 
Gosh, that so, was, we really, we have been so fortunate. We really have, when you think about it. Yeah. Any Hollywood tape in your kit? Yes, yes. Hollywood tape. Is that what I've learned, people? Yeah, yes. No, we have. Because Lori's going to wear something that, you know, opens up down to her belly button. Because she's got that great flat cleavage. I, I did that last year. I had, I had cleavage, uh, I had, you know. Chest cleavage. Yeah, but we call it something. Man cleavage. No. Clavicle cleavage. Clavicle cleavage. Which means kind of like um, flat cleavage. Flat. There's not a big, there's not a nice (laughs) swelling. I know. I even went back to when um, one of the dresses from Monique Lillier, I had to have a bustier that they had to sew. Sew in. Sew on the top of it, and I tried to put that on. Yeah. Holy cow. I must have taken out a rib in those years. Was oh. I missing a rib? No. I mean, so little. Uh, who knows? Teeny tiny, and I was always like, oh, my arms are big, my arms are big. I was weighed nothing. Yeah. You know, you kind of look back and think, what was wrong? People, enjoy your body bright as it is right now. <laughs> right. Because sometimes that's great. That's great. Yeah, and also... Um, You're never going to look a day younger yeah. than you do today. That's right, right now. Here it is. Because we just saw pictures of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills online, and they all look like men. Oh, my they word. They have over-stuffed and over-plumped and over-colored. They really... I'm just going to hold one of my eyelids down. Really? I, yeah. I mean, really, you don't recognize these people anymore. They put so much junk in their face. Oh, that's not right. All right, listen. People tell us if it's happening to us. That's right. We'll uh, tell you first that we're, it's happening, though. Yeah, we, we're aware. <laughs> when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Miss a put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. This afternoon, just paying a tribute to the new members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, class of 2021. These guys finally got in. I was going to say, I'm shocked the Doobie Brothers were not already in the no. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because what do you have to be nominated 20 years after your first performance? 25, I think. Okay, but been I around mean, for 40-something. So, yeah, yeah, that is really, has been a shocking oversight by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right, well... Julia, last we were talking about movie trailers, and I told you I saw a trailer for a movie that was that scared me a little bit, and that was the Doctor Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. I just saw it. The trailer? No, what oh. Rotten Tomatoes is giving it. And and I told I, you I we was, had a fight, kind of. Uh, yeah, I I was very nervous. I said yep. I don't feel that children are attached to that show. Eddie Murphy did a remake. Yeah. I vaguely remember Rex Harrison only because. Oh, I remember that one. Only be- you were probably living in a foreign country. Or I, I think we were living in Japan, so we saw it later, whatever. But still, it was kind of the first time we'd see sort of you know it was like more tricks on the movie yes. screen. And, Anyway, but I, when I saw this trailer, the extended trailer, I had a fluttery moment of panic attack because Robert Downey Jr. hasn't done any acting except Iron Man. And I thought, <laughs> and I saw it the first time and I thought, oh gosh, that's going to stink. And then I had seen it the same day you did. 
And I thought, well, that kind of looks good. I could kind of go for that. And then the story came out about how expensive it was. Oh, oh, yeah. And the expectations to bring in $55 million at the box office on opening weekend. And it's coming out the end of January. And I said, this is It's coming be, out this weekend. This week, it's going to be a huge bomb. And I'm I like, said no, it. we have like, to give it a chance. It's going to get Well, Ju- Julia's point was there isn't anything else There's for the kids else. to go see. Yeah, thank you, Donnie. Right. That's my only but point. But people have Disney Plus. But a- and they oh, have okay, Netflix. Yeah. And I know yeah. that you say, well, sometimes sometimes it's a hassle to get your kids out of the house. No, sometimes it's a hassle to stay home with them because you're it desperate is, but for this, change. This weekend, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of bad weather and, you know, and then this movie. But Robert Downey Jr., they were very excited on GMA. A, they were celebrating Robin Roberts, 30 years at ABC. Well, ESPN and ABC. Really a nice tribute. It was really fun. But then Robert Downey Jr., he just hasn't really done any acting Not outside of Iron man because i think he and his wife do a lot of producing this was a passion project they've got little kids too he has the little kids with her yep second time around Mm -hmm. here we go oh i love the the accent to start off with okay that's not a good one how was that it's a welsh accent right welsh accent yeah even welsh people try not to do it um by the way great weather al i uh I wanted to do something a little different. I yeah. played Chaplin. I played Sherlock, so I wanted to up my game a bit. Yeah. Well, the premiere um, happened. Your kids went. It's pro- your wife said it was the first premiere that your kids were able to go to. First time PG movie. And so give me the verdict, because kids know when something's good. Yes. Uh, they Siskel and Eberted us, yeah. and we got, we got thumbs up, which was a glowing endorsement. But I think at that point, they were probably eating cotton candy or something. <laughs> so, you know, who knows? Okay, okay wait she starts out, the first thing I had a compliment. I love the Welsh accent. And it is really one of the worst things. I love. It's <laughs> like when we have someone on and we don't know what to we say. We love the it, cover of your book. Oh, yeah. How, who did the artwork? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love I'm the re- table of contents. And he's with Savannah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, he wasn't um, on Hoda. ABC, sorry. But, yeah. but here's what. I am afraid. That is, that is hysterical, though, though, that she said that I love the accent. So everyone's in the same boat because it's hard to lie. Yes. Tell these people and that is love it. one of the things that I was struck by, and we may have talked about it. I said the accent, and Donnie may have said that's one of the hardest accents to imitate. Sure. Welsh, Welsh is difficult, yes. yes. It's difficult, and it's like weird why no one has any strong feeling that Dr. Doolittle is Welsh. He could have been any accent. Sure. Really, yeah. right. I mean, Henry Higgins it, talked it, with it. Yeah. Doctor Doolittle had a British accent, and Eddie Murphy had uh, talked like Eddie Murphy. So, all right, let's play the next one. Oh dear. And I think the cool thing about this is it's for kids. But we were hearing that it's at the kids. end of the movie, it got really emotional. You you had audiences kind of in the palm of your hand. Describe what people will see when they go. Um. It's got a lot of heart, yeah. you know, and I hear people promote things like that and they go, yeah, me too, bro. Yeah. yeah. But um, we, we really wanted it to, to be impactful and be about communication and empathy and all this stuff. Like the movies that I was seeing when I was a kid, we were talking about some of them a while ago. Yeah. The f- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a bird. Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. First, Doolittle was, they, they said uh, one of your co-workers yeah. was watching at Radio City back yeah. in 68 when it came out. Wow. Did, were you a f- real familiar with Doolittle when you were a kid? Pretty familiar. Probably more so with, with Eddie Murphy's version, yeah. just because that was a little more of my time. But Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Here's Sarah okay. Stewart from the New York Post. There's got to be a moment as an actor watches himself on screen <laughs> pulling bagpipes out of a CGI dragon's rear end that he thinks, have I really fallen this far? <laughs> Downey is veering dangerously into Johnny Depp territory. <gasps> Well, that's kind of an interesting and thing. And elaborately staged but harmless adaptation. It's at 13% on Rotten I Tomatoes. Oh, and nobody wow. likes I it. It, it may mean, be enough to entertain young, young viewers, young. but they deserve better. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Well, I I was thinking the movie would be good. Well, and I was just talking about people going. Yeah, the guy, <laughs> someone else, the guy from the San Francisco Chronicle said, maybe the screenwriter of Traffic and Syriana <laughs> was not the right screenwriter for a children's... Is that who... That's what I wow. felt like when we hmm. found out that guy, the guy that Madonna used to be married to, was going guy to Ritchie? be... Yeah, he did Mermaid, or what was the one that he did the remake of a, a Disney movie? Remember the Guy Ritchie movie? Oh, yeah. We're like, why is he, why do, is he doing... He's done Snuff that? and Snatch, and he's doing a Disney movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, but you got to give it to Robert Downey Jr. He and his wife are co-producers with Warner Brothers on this, oh, so dear. he's the only one out promoting it. Well, there's it. no one else in it. Um, here's the last thing. <laughs> they had nothing to talk about, so they talked about the animals at his house. I mean, you they know were- a thing or two about animals, because where you live, right. you've got a whole bunch. Can you just, could you list the animals that are in your area around your home? Yes, we are. The four alpacas are uh, Dandy, Miss Brain, Madre, and Fuzzy. We have two uh, cows right there, Strawberry <laughs> and uh, her brother Oreo. That is our new rescue goat. Uh, his name is Flash. Yeah. Uh, the chickens, that one's name is Bert. You name all your chickens? No. <laughs> okay, that okay. is Cutie Boots. Okay, She's stop, in- stop. Okay. Because they can't talk about the movie. He did Aladdin. Yes. And no one saw that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy Ritchie. For Guy Ritchie, yeah. But you're right. You can't talk about the movie. Well, he, I mean, they're naming. She's got photos well, What are you going to say? What was it like working with the CGI gorilla and a CGI giraffe uh, and a CGI? I don't know. I was wrong. I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to be wrong. But I expected... It the, gives me no joy because when I first saw the trailer that Donnie posted, like, last fall, we're like... Oh, cool! They're updating a children's classic, and you know Eddie Murphy did it, and like they can do this movie every twenty years. I mean, what kid doesn't think it would be great if the animals did talk back to us? Well, I know, know. very exciting, exactly, very exciting. Not everyone can have a parrot, but he's like a mad bespeckled. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, I, I don't know. I anyway. But when they say dangerously on the Johnny Depp track, Donnie, did you say that? That's a, no, that no, was, no. A oh, was a review. Okay, because that's interesting when these guys, because he's, you know, Robert Downey Jr. He needs to get out and do some more acting, acting. Yeah, I want him in a rom-com. He's better than this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, and they oh, co-produced well. it oh, with dear. Warner Brothers, which, oh, dear. Oh, dear, bread and beer. All, All right. right. We'll be back.
Time for your My Talk traffic. Starting in Mendota, Highway 5 westbound. Possible crash right around Highway 62 to West Wordsworth Avenue. Near Burnsville, 35W southbound. A crash from Black Dog Road to the Minnesota River. In Lindstrom, Highway 8 westbound. A crash from North Lakes Trail to Elm Street. 94 westbound in Minneapolis. A crash from Hennepin Avenue to 3rd Avenue. Your My Talk uh, traffic is done. Now it's time for your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. That is brought to you by Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Cloudy for the rest of the day, 21. Partly cloudy, negative 7 tonight. Sunny 5 tomorrow. Winter storm watch in effect from 9 a.m. Friday through 6 p.m. Saturday. The snow is coming, but that's not starting until Friday. So let's enjoy the sun in the meantime. Between time, winter is coming. It is 22 and cloudy now. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. Mode. They got into the Rock and Roll they Hall did. of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, finally, yeah. People. Yeah, people. Everyone knows that song. So, oh my gosh, Donnie, thank you so much for uh, giving us the uh, Brad Pitt posting. He's the new face <laughs> of the Brioni uh, Men's Spring 2020 campaign. Interesting that he would pick that up. Why is it Brioni? Italian, what? beautiful. Well, just, just that he's doing endorsements. He, he's always done endorsements. But in we, other countries. Yeah, but yeah. we've seen him. He's done, you know, we've seen him do other things. I don't know. I think he looks like a, the whole buffet, it's not a just photo. a snack. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Lori. Elegant and timeless, a Brioni suit. I mean, come on. I remember when Someone Kim, thought my jacket today was a um, Bayron, or what's the name of that thing that the Kardashians always wear? You know, that... What's the name of the designer the Kardashians? Tell me where you're staring at me. More of a Bay, clue. Bayron or Balmar or... Balmain. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we got Bay, there. Bayron. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's just like a very old Michael Kors. Oh, Brioni. No, I remember when um, Kim Kardashian married Chris Humphreys. and that was beautiful. The mother of one of the gr- brides or one of the groomsmen was, told me that uh, Kim... Bought all of the groomsmen their own custom Brioni suit, and we oh. were very impressed with that. All right. I'm glad you reminded that me because I didn't. Detail. That's a nice one to know. I oh. mean, they make beautiful suits, beautiful, you know. He just looks, he's beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. And he so, looks good in black and white. I'm just going to be honest. Oh. Some people look better than others. He's, yeah. He's got it all going on. And who this, do you think he's sleeping with? I everybody I hope. No, I mean I, I know, know he's not. I know, but, but who do we think he's got to be sleeping with someone? Yeah, Julia, I don't know. I almost you know want to match make him with like the like you know just Halle Berry or something or a Sandra Bullock or just something crazy. You know, even Jennifer. What about Sharon Stone? Jennifer I would Coolidge? love it if he would have just it. say Jennifer Coolidge. No, no. I said I I said last week I thought he was secretly you know he and Sharon meet up at. Discreet hotels. They don't. I know. He, she's wanna, too serious for him. 
No. Yeah, she's got an edge, Lori. We tried to stalk her at a children's shoes store with her son. She didn't like us. No, no she really didn't. But you it's know. funny that we're stalking her at a children's store. That's Hard the size of our like studio. That. Yeah. Um, it, that we're going in with no kids. Hello, we're here. Wait a minute. Is you can't go into a children's and, store without having a kid. Do you want to know the best part about all these times when we've been stalking people? Is you talk out loud and you pretend like, oh, I'm just in here looking for something for my little son Tom. Me who needs a two T and a shoe, which doesn't even come so to obvious. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. And like when Lori was at um, uh, Barney's, Barney's and Selma Hayek's there, drive. and you're like, oh. "Oh, I'm just here looking for a nice little designer <laughs> number." Where are the SAG awards? And the, I mean, the bodyguard is like, "You're standing too close." And I I'm mean, like, I'm just looking for show shoes. I mean, seriously, because you talk louder and you say things out loud, like you thought things, so they think that uh, you're credible. Right, Brad? I'm just. Oh, oh, my gosh. I'm just stalking you because we have been in love with you forever. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I only got... Had That's Donnie. posted on the Lori and Julie show yeah, page, beautiful. by the way, this beautiful. Brad Pitt. Um, so I had Donnie get this story because I just couldn't wait to get your take on it. Oh, dear. And, you you know, know it's going to be strong when we're in Okay, we, we love forever Alicia Silverstone. Oh, Clueless, Clueless. Cher. I loved her American Woman, yes. the Real Housewives show that she did. She's got another show that's coming out this spring. The Babysitter's Club. Yes, that's mm-hmm. it. Thank you, Julia. And she sat down. Um, she's got a partnership with Crystal Deodorant, which is a deodorant with no... Oh, remember when I did the crystal deodorant? Yeah. It's very hard to put on because right. it's harsh. It's hard. Anyway, she's always been very crunchy vanola. I mean, we saw with her little vanola, son, Bear. Vanola. And and vanilla granola's cousin. That's right, vanola. <laughs> but remember when with her son, Bear Blue, when she was masticating yeah, she was and chewing, chewing the food? Mm-hmm. And, then and then spitting it into his, his mouth. Because no. birds well, didn't do have it. have teeth. Birds do it. And it's more efficient than a food processor. And she didn't have time all the time, so she would chew it all up. She would chew it all up, excuse me. (laughs) So, anyway, she's got a, she sat down with People Magazine and then the Today Show, or GMA shared it, about um, um, uh, how she disciplines her son, Bear Blue, by the way, is now eight and a half years old. And she is a, she and her husband did get divorced. Yes, they did. And so she's, uh, you know, single mom. So here we go. This morning, actress Alicia Silverstone is saying no thank you to bad behavior, especially when it comes to reprimanding her son. The Clueless star saying that her eight and a half year old son, Bear, was able to avoid the terrible twos due to the healthy lifestyle they lead. Silverstone telling People Magazine that there have been moments where there were things we had to redirect and correct, of course, but it just wasn't the fight that you hear about. Adding that the most I have to say is no thank you bear she continues and he goes okay that's my reprimanding silverstone saying this works for her family because of a mutual respect they have for each other it's very unusual for a young child to completely stop what they're doing just because you say no thank you most kids need a little bit of urging a little bit of explanation and yeah sometimes they need a consequence Silverstone telling people Bear has always helped her to stay present in the moment, saying, I don't want him to feel like anything is more important than him. Adding, if he starts to cry, I listen. If he's upset about something, I stop and I talk to him about it. You'd be surprised at how much you notice that other people don't. Okay, well, here's, here, I am just, no, I thank am, you, I don't want I, your temper tantrum, no, I, no, no, I don't know you. why she needed publicity today, because I think it's negative, so here's just a the little. The crystal deodorant campaign has kicked off. 
Well, it, that was lost in the message as far as I know. Thank you. Because here's someone uh, responding to her on Instagram. Perhaps best to focus on your acting. May do um, may do not know who you are, okay? Implying your parenting style is the appropriate style is arrogant. Looks like you may have two. You may have a passive boy who might uh, not be very ambitious. Maybe he's influenced, influenced too much. Oh, gosh. Then they're going bad. I'm not even going to read well, the rest. Yeah. I but mean, I think for me... You it's know, when she said because of the healthy lifestyle we lead, he didn't go through the terrible twos and threes. What does that He's mean? He's going to go through the terrible, drive you crazy eight and nines because he missed it. That's what's going to happen to you. She's just, and she, it's, it sounds arrogant. It's, yeah, that's what it is. I'm sorry. And it also is, My kids were above that. Yeah, right. They, that, had, they have a better DNA, and because I'm so present, kids, of course, make you be in the moment because they're there. They need you for everything. Well, and it is, would you not agree, it is easier to be focused when you just have one kid and you have all the money all in the, the world d- and you don't have to but worry having one child yes. is imagine if you have a two-year-old and a three-year-old or a two-year-old and a four-year-old or a one-year-old and a three-year-old or a six months old and a brand new baby yeah, I, mean, I mean i you, you don't have time for a lot of no thank you so i feel like this and was she the most for years she sounds so arrogant yeah. alicia I love you. Yeah. Well, and to say, I talk to him when he's crying or upset. Well, of course you talk to your child when he's crying or upset. I Come know. on. Well, he looks like a old. nerd next to her. Listen to me going after the kid no, now. Don't go after the kid. But, I mean, I, I wonder if Crystal deodorant is upset now about the because direction she made of it, the flow. <laughs> she made it be all about her and her parenting. Oh, no. She got welcomed back in September as the brand ambassador. She did. Yeah. So she's, it was for just, no, it was, I don't know why People Magazine sat down and talked with why. her. You know, it was a slow week. I, I really, that one is just like silly. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm. I'm going to, um, and which is great, you know. Everybody has these these moments of parenting where you think, "Oh, I got it right! I got it right!" Right. But but boy, sometimes you just they're so few and far in between because you're just winging it because there's no book on it right. when you're starting out, and it's kind of like. Can you imagine yourself leaning down to one of your kids when they were two or three having a fit and just saying to them, "No, no thank, thank you. you," and then oh, see what happens? Yeah. I, I think whatever would have been in their mouths would have been spit on me. Yeah, I mean, thrown. you know if that. If that worked for her, if that's how she remembers it, you know, because <laughs> Can we that, see was, the video? that was five and a half, six and a half years ago. And people have a way of forgetting painful things or, you know, and things he says, that are no, unpleasant. thank you, mom. I don't want you to spit more food in my mouth. <laughs> no, thank you. That was their word. No, thank you. Oh, I know. Very I just preachy. Uh, I know you knew that one would get me. I knew oh, it. Yeah. That's why I told it them gets to get everybody, it. and it's just—it sounds like something Gwyneth would say. Totally, you know. My kids, boy, my parenting style—we would just tell them, "No, no thank, thank you. you," and then they would just oh, stop. My gosh, they read no crying, no thank you. Can't go to bed right now. No, thank you. No more screen time. No, thank you. I'm going to take your cell phone. Good luck when that happens. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, good for her. If we're going to give equal time to a brand ambassador, let's take uh, let's do some applause for Amelia Clark. She is the new face of Clinique. Happy. 
That's the happy, you know, one of my friends, that's her favorite, favorite fragrance. I know some people And I'm like, I have that. so many happies. I remember when they first came out, I just felt like I got a happy perfume and everything. And they have that one good lipstick. It's kind I of a it. cherry. I forget what it's no, called. No, I like their chubby stick that you can use as a blush or a lipstick. Lipstick. Anyway, I like, I like Amelia, still. She looks so pretty. So she, she, That's her, a perfect thing for her. This is her first beauty campaign. I mean. That's a perfect brand for her. I see the fed. Yeah. It doesn't look like her in the picture, though. No, I agree with you. It does not look like her. <laughs> because of the blonde hair? Because the airbrushing on the yeah. eyes. Mm. I'd like someone to come over and airbrush me. Have you watched, <laughs> looked at yourself in your mirror? Okay, this is, I just have to tell people yeah. an experiment. Lift your visors that you're driving in, yeah. you know, it, on a lighter day. And mm. I had my sunroof thing open, so there was a, a, as much light as you can get when it's cloudy in Minnesota. Yeah. On my face. Were and you plucking or something? No, I was driving, but I just lifted it down for a minute because I just wanted to peek at something. And I just shot it immediately. And I thought, who is that? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it was one of those moments like, <laughs> is that me? Sometimes I do that when I go, go to takes- Snapchat myself. I'm like, wow, baby, better put a filter on that right away. I mean, who is taking over my face? <laughs> All right, All right listen, we'll be right back. You miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Oh, slow dance if you're feeling me now. If you know, hold hands, you'll be killing me now. I need a romance. One chance. I just want to know where you slow dance. I want to... Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, if you're looking for a book to curl up and read this weekend while Minnesota, wherever you are, might be having some kind of reading weather, we've got the perfect book for you. Um, It is called Recipe for a Perfect Wife, and it is Karma Brown's fifth novel. And Karma, thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh Hi, my Karma. gosh! All Hi. right, you got it. You got to describe this book because this was a page turner of a book, and it's a dual narrative. So we're going to let you do the setup. Yeah, so it's a dual narrative. It is set in the 1950s and in the present day, and there is a woman who we follow as this quintessential housewife in the 1950s, and another young woman who's just moved out from Manhattan to the burbs of New York with her husband in the present day. These women live in the same house, except 60 years apart. And really the story revolves around their marriages, um, secrets kept, and mm-hmm. and uh, the challenges that they go through within their marriage, especially during the times that they're they're living in. And there's a cookbook that also was the, what, the housewife from the 1950s, and it contains some interesting um hints, I guess, of what her life was like. And when the present-day woman finds it, she becomes slightly obsessed with the woman who lived in the house before her and what happens, yeah, with their marriage. Okay, so we have to ask you, did you stumble upon, like, a cookbook from the 50s? Or what was the inspiration for you (laughs) to have this idea? Because um, you kind of, like, I really fell in love with Nellie. The woman yes. from the 50s. Yeah. I mean, she was, um, there was just something, partly because of the times that you were in, but was there, what was the inspiration for or your ta-da about this story? Because this is your fifth book, so it you is. know what you're doing. 
Yeah, I've, I've been on this radio a couple of times, but the the I have a, a handful of cookbooks that are vintage. Some of them have been passed down through my family, and others are ones that I've picked up at secondhand bookstores. So I have a bit of an obsession with old cookbooks. I just mm-hmm. love looking at them and the spills on the page and thinking about the women who used these cookbooks, whatever, you know, time and era that they were using them in. Um, and I had this image. I have one particular cookbook that's quite old. It's been passed through my family. And I had this image all of a sudden as I was sort of flipping through it one day of a woman who used this cookbook, who loved this cookbook, and who was really like having a voice to the cookbook because in the 50s, it was hard for women to have a voice and to have opinions. And they mm-hmm. would sometimes let those out to creative ways, through their cooking or through their garden. So Nellie came to me in this really well-formed character. You know, I just imagined her sort of sitting in a chair, swinging her legs, smoking one of her beloved lucky cigarettes. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just started to think about what her life looked like under the surface of this perfect housewife veneer that we're familiar with because of movies and television, right? right? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I thought it was interesting when we think about it, because everyone's so used to now going, if you need a recipe, you go online or you go Mm -hmm. do something quick. But cookbooks were really diaries. They were, you know, memory places, scrapbooks for people, because you go through your parents. You write little notes. Now, I don't do it this way. I did it this way. And and even my own, my, like, first real cookbook of my own has all these spill marks on it and everything. You talk about it, and it, it really was a place for, like you said, so much more than a recipe. It was. And I mean, my mom, she writes in her cookbooks all the time. She always has. She still does. I now do that. Mm -hmm. And I love being able to look back at a recipe and see, you know, the the celebration that it was being made for and to think about that and have those memories or to just imagine what it was like for for the people who were, you know, living out their lives sort of through these cookbooks and through the meals they were making. It it is interesting. So you just position that with modern-day Alice, Mm -hmm. who is the keeper of so many damn secrets. Um, How did you come up with her? Well, I just wanted to contrast, you know, I think it's a very interesting exploration, and I certainly have a lot of questions that probably are not fully answered about how far we've come um, as women between the 50s and now. and. I really wanted to contrast Nellie with a woman who is in this modern day where things are much more progressive, but there still is a lot of that um, leftover sort of the gender expectations Mm -hmm. about what happens in a marriage and with children. And so I just, again, had this vision of of Alice struggling. You know, it's interesting. Not knowing what she wants, yeah. Um, if you're just joining us, we're with Carmen Brown. The book is Recipe for a Perfect Wife. And Karma it, Brown. It's Karma Brown. What yeah. did I call you? <laughs> Carmen. Oh, it's Karma. Okay. It happens all the time. Don't worry. I'm sorry, it is Karma. Karma. With a K. Yeah, yeah um, that's fine. And, and w- Lori and I have discussed this book, Recipe for a Perfect Wife, because Lori doesn't have children. And mm-hmm. I have a couple kids, and we had different reactions to the characters in the book, and we both read it and both enjoyed it. And and one of the pressing questions that everyone always asks, and it's less, a little bit less today, is when are you going to have kids? Oh, yeah. like the first minute thing when people you, get married. Oh, or it's so obnoxious. It, it still is. happens. It it's obnoxious. <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent. And that was part of my. What I really wanted to give Alice was sort of that exact feeling, you Mm -hmm. know, of like, these are the expectations, but what if that's not what you want to do? And as a woman, are you allowed to not do those things? And of course you are, Mm -hmm. but there, there are these expectations that still exist, right? You get married, you have a couple kids and then 
you know, you carry on. Right. Um, but what if that's not what you want? Or what if you can't? You know, mm-hmm. there are different sure. ways to, to build a family, and some families are, are a husband and a wife. You yeah. Know? So, or, or any other variation of that, I should say. Um, yeah, so I just, it is, um, it's an interesting exploration around the gender issues and the expectations. It, it feels like now. we've we've come a long way, yet we haven't come a long way in some things. Is, yeah, I agree. Is, is I where really it's at. Agree. And I thought, I also thought a very poignant piece of advice that Alice's kind of hippie mom, who I really liked, Jacqueline, her... Yeah. Her, uh, she says, Alice, there are plenty of reasons to marry that have nothing to do with love, and you can be head over heels in love and not get married, but no matter what, you should never marry someone unless you believe you'll die one way or another without that person. They should feel more important to you than oxygen. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you'll suffocate one damn anniversary at a time. <laughs> that damn. was something. That was good yeah. advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jacqueline, not just, you know, it's a funny thing with authors and their characters. Sometimes they just write those things themselves and yeah. that is that was what Jacqueline had to say and about I, that and, for and, Alice yeah and, and then all all the little snippets about how to be a perfect wife and how to enjoy your husband and I mean it's so funny looking back it's it's refreshing and like Lori said we've come a long way and haven't come a long way and looking back and how to be the perfect wife yeah and even though we through the slow and folding of the story of Nellie, you know, that she's with an, uh, an, oh. a verbally and emotionally and physically abusive man. And mm-hmm. um, it is still just as dangerous to get away from those men as it ever was. And they Absolutely. are so charming how they trick you into loving them. And that is one of the most difficult things about, you know, that Type relationship. of a relationship, yeah. That relationship, because these guys present themselves as something completely different, and then you're in right. there. I mean, I really thought you 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 got that one in this story. Well, some the rest of the power of- struggles remain, of course. Yeah. Right? Yes. Regardless of how far we've come, there are still power struggles within marriages and relationships, and um, that story of Nellie's, you know, it does play out in present day with yeah. lots of women, unfortunately. It, it can be very difficult to be reliant on someone else yeah. for it's, your happiness and your livelihood and everything else, yeah. Uh-huh. And I thought Alice was too, though. Yes. I thought that yes. she was dependent, I mean, and, and that was the part that... She was. Very, mm-hmm. and um, I know we're running out of time with you. The book is Recipe for a Perfect Wife, Karma Brown. Karma, what is the last great book you've read? I just read a book called The Need by Helen Phillips, and it blew me away. It was just, it was a story of motherhood, and it's it's a little bit speculative, so there's some things that happen that are, you know, a bit out there, but mm-hmm. it was a brilliant book. Oh, so, good. Is it new? Yeah. Um, I think it was last year, okay. like 2019. All right, yeah. fun. All right, so um, now are you in Canada? I am. Are you guys ready to pay for the Royals to come live there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't even comment on that. But you know what? I feel like we are a very welcoming country. And yes. so, you know, come on in and yeah. just have a good time and everyone can get along, right? Oh, that's awesome. We love it. Karma, thank, thank you, you so much for writing a wonderful book. Um, thank you. It's called Recipe for a Perfect Wife. We've got a couple copies to go away. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back.